at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly Scholar Newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. This is Pamela Clark, the director of New Heights Educational Group and the radio show. So... It's been a while since I uh, shared a show personally, and um, I wanted to do one today because for the last couple of years, we were nominated for the Better Business Bureau's Torch Awards, which is on ethics. And um, we were not a finalist either year, but I did get to go and attend the um, ceremony and I actually was accompanied by Rachel Sharp, who is a realtor with Go-Giver Real Estate of Defiance, Ohio, and she's also a local photographer. So we really enjoyed ourselves and we're happy to, to at least attend. And um, there was a lot of great, great um, businesses that were nominated and um, some of which ended up winning, which is wonderful. But anyways, I had written a speech for to you know to accept the award, and it had such an impact on um, our proofreader that I asked her if it was a message that she'd like to see released if we didn't win, and she said yes. So this is for her. So Laura, this is for you. Thank you for proofreading this and providing advice for it and so forth. So today, um, I'm going to be discussing ethics because that's what the Torch Awards are about, is ethics. So um, when I started to look into it a little bit, there was a lot to ethics that I wasn't aware of, um, other than just the way that we run our business and so forth. But uh, there's a history to it, just like there's history to everything. So um, let's get right into it, and I'll share some of this neat information. Okay, so um, ethics, what is the definition? That's the first thing that we have to look at today. And what does it mean to me? The Marcula Center of Applied Ethics at Santa Clara University stated that ethics is based on a well-rounded standard of right and wrong that prescribe what humans ought to do, usually in terms of rights, obligations, 
benefits to society, fairness, or specific virtues. In America, our ethics are set in our constitution. Some years ago, a, so, a sociolo sociologist, Raymond Baumhart, asked business people, what does ethics mean to you? Among these business replies were the following. Ethics has to do with my feelings and what my feelings tell me is right or wrong. Another business said, ethics has to do with my religious freedoms or my religious beliefs, excuse me. Being ethical is doing what the law requires, said another business. Ethics consists of standards of behavior in our society and what our society accepts. I don't know what the word means, said another business owner. So these replies might be typical of our own. The meaning of ethics is hard to pin down and the views many people have about ethics are shaky. Like Baumhart's first respondent, many people tend to equate ethics with their feelings, but being ethical is clearly not a matter of following one's feelings. A person following his or her feelings may recoil from doing what is right. In fact, feelings frequently deviate from what is ethical. Nor should one identify ethics with religion. Most religions, of course, advocate high ethical standards. Yet, if ethics were confined to religion, then ethics would apply only to religious people. But ethics applies as much to the behavior of the atheist as to that of the devout religious person. Religion can set high ethical standards and can, can provide intense motivations for ethical behavior. Ethics, however, cannot be confined to religion, nor is it the same as religion. Being ethical is also not the same as following the law. The law often incorporates ethical standards to which most citizens subscribe. But laws like feelings can deviate from what is ethical. Our own pre-Civil War slavery and old apartheid laws of present-day South Africa are grotesquely obvious examples of laws that deviate from what is ethical. Finally, being ethical is not the same as doing whatever society accepts. In any society, most people accept standards that are, in fact, ethical. But standards of behavior in society can deviate from what is ethical. An entire society can become ethically corrupt. Nazi Germany is a good example of a morally corrupt society. We are also seeing that in our society today. Moreover, if being ethical, we're doing whatever society accepts, then to find out what is ethical, one would have to find out what society accepts. So, 
What then is ethics? Ethics is two things. First, ethics refers to well-founded standards of right and wrong that prescribe what humans ought to do. Usually in terms of rights, obligations, benefits to society, fairness, or specific virtues. For example, refers references to those standards that impose the reasonable obligations to refrain from committing crimes and breaking the law of the land. Ethical standards also include those that enjoin virtues of honesty, compassion, and loyalty. And ethical standards include standards relating to rights. Such standards are adequate standards of ethics because they are supported by consistent and well-founded reasons. Secondly, ethics refers to the study and development of one's ethical standards. As mentioned above, feelings, laws, and social norms can deviate from what is ethical. So it is necessary to constantly examine one's standards to ensure that they are reasonable and well-founded. Ethics also means, then, the continuous effort of studying our own moral beliefs and our own moral conduct and striving to ensure that we and the institutions we help to shape live up to standards that are reasonable and solidly based. We all have our own set of limitations, ethics, and beliefs. We must be true to those, but must be open to other points of view. Views. When we are challenged, we grow and learn. My ethics are unique to me, just as they are for each of you. I assume that most of us believe that we should treat others like we would like to be treated, even if you don't act on it, on that belief regularly. It's a lovely thought. So with all that being said, we come back to the question of what ethics means to me. Like you, my beliefs are a part of me, a part of my past, and in turn, my family's past. I had a little different history than many others. I was raised by my grandmother, who was cut from a very different cloth than most. Her mother was raised by her grandparents, one of whom was my great-great-great-grandfather. He was in the Civil War, and his family was one of the early pioneers of Putnam County, Ohio. He was one of 11 siblings and was the only male in the family to survive the Civil War. He was known for his courage, his efficiency, and his valor. He served 18 months and was honorably discharged. He died when my grandmother was 10, and she remembered and shared his stories fondly. Education was very important to my family, as was liberty and religion. 
Even though my organization is not faith-based, I'm a faith-based person. I truly try to love my neighbor and treat everyone with respect. I set a tone within my organization that if we can't be kind to each other, then we shouldn't be serving the community. We must be sincere, compassionate, and understanding and use our ears more than our mouths when serving. People need to feel heard and accepted. And I truly believe that we shouldn't treat others with judgment. We as individuals have no right to judge others. And if you're religious, you believe God is the judge. And in my opinion, he is the only one qualified. Often people are looked down upon because of life circumstances. They only need a little guidance and someone showing faith in them so that they believe in themselves again. I try to live by discernment and not judgment. I believe communication is one of the most important things that a person can exercise. Discussing issues and hearing opinions with kindness are all important to me. Working with people from all over the world has made me a more ethical and a better person. Living here in America, we have been granted special opportunities that many people will never have or know. Unless you've seen it and experienced this, you will never understand it. I truly believe that each person, regardless of background, beliefs, economic status, or disability, can better themselves and achieve their dreams if given the tools and opportunities. And there is no one person that deserves it more than another, as long as they're willing to work for it. I know from experience that when you strengthen the person, the society we live in is improved as well. We are all unique and have our own set of strengths and talents, and we all want to be recognized for those. And we want to share them with others. So I hope you enjoyed this talk um, on ethics and uh, share it with others. And we'll see you in our next show released. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. 
Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter. 